Here we go. This is your host, Cameron Ivey of Privacy Please, and thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. Tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, let's just pretend you didn't listen to it. Thanks again for coming in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Alrighty then. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another wonderful episode of Privacy Please. As you can tell, I'm your host, Cameron Ivey. If you're with us for the first time, welcome. If this is not your first time, hey, how you doing? Welcome back. (laughs) I got another episode for you. This one's called Capital One Breach Highlights Danger of Insider Threats. This actually dives into an incident that shows how difficult it is to defend against determined and knowledgeable hackers. Dun, dun, dun. Short stories. Short stories. The breach disclosed by Capital One Financial Corporation this week highlights an uncomfortable truth. It's almost impossible to stop a determined hacker with inside knowledge of a firm's system. Experts say that the incident shows how As more information is stored in the cloud, staff trained in how to use these systems could become a threat to other companies. The data exposed in the Capital One hack was stored on Amazon.com in their cloud, according to a federal criminal complaint and people familiar with the matter. More and more individuals outside of an organization have knowledge of how enterprise systems work and how organizations maintain and access their data in the cloud, giving them insider views that could be used for nefarious purposes, said Homayan Yokub, sorry if I botched that, Senior Director of Strategy at security firm Forcepoint. So Capital One said that the personal data of more than 100 million U.S. and Canadian residents had been exposed, including dates of birth, addresses, and names. The bank estimates the breach will cost between $100 million and $150 million to fix. A suspect in the breach, Paige, Paige A. Thompson, was arrested in Seattle. She is a former employee of Amazon Web Services, according to a resume posted to an account on the website, GitHub that is associated with her. She worked on the company's S3 cloud storage technology. Resume said an an attorney representing Mrs. Thompson didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. The Federal Bureau of Investigation, for those of you who don't know, that is the FBI, if you were wondering, in a complaint field with the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Washington in Seattle, a 
alleges that Mrs. Thompson broke into Capital One Systems through a misconfigured firewall and located an account with permission to access sensitive information, which she then copied and published to GitHub. She faces up to five years in prison and $250,000 fine. Wasn't worth it now, was it? Capital One didn't respond to a request for comment. The company said personal information from credit card applications from 2005 through 2019 was accessed. That's a long, that's a big gap. That is a huge gap of years. And that, that means that's a lot of data, a lot of sensitive information. In that data that was accessed, it included uh, credit, credit scores, payment information, and contact information, about 140,000 social security numbers and 80,000 account numbers from credit card customers were also compromised. CJ Moses, AWS's Deputy Chief Information Security Officer, said at a conference in September that Amazon unit restricts most staff members from accessing its broader internal infrastructure. WSJ Pro Cybersecurity reported at the time. So Mr. Moses said the strategy aims to reduce witting or unwitting data breaches. Financial firms have attributed a number of incidents in recent years to employees including identity theft and the sale of personal information to criminals. A former banker at J.P. Morgan and Chase, Peter Persaud, was sentenced in 2018 for four years in prison for selling clients' personal information to criminals. Morgan Stanley was fined $1 million in 2016 after one of its employees stole 730,000 clients' records and later offered them for sale. Get your records for sale over here. In April, the FBI warned that typical insider attackers might have IT experience and might be motivated by factors including revenge on former employees and financial gain. The motivation of Capital One attackers are unknown. Mrs. Thompson intended to decimate data stolen from victim entities according to the complaint. New York Attorney General uh, Letitia James said that uh, Tuesday her office would immediately open an investigation into the incident and provide relief to victims. Safeguards were missing that allowed for the illegal access of consumers' names, social security numbers, dates of birth, addresses, and other highly sensitive personal information, Mrs. James said in a statement. Mrs. James and 49 other attorney generals settled a lawsuit last week over Equifax Incorporated uh, back in 2017's data breach, requiring the firm to pay as much as $700 million and change its cybersecurity practices. Many breaches at large institutions are blamed and organized crime, excuse me, are blamed on organized crime or nation-state activities, experts said, but the Capital One case demonstrates that certain threats are difficult to detect. Insider threats are big concerns for companies, and when you combine them with the talent of an engineer like this, it's really concerning, said Mark Tostani, CEO of SAP SE's National Security Service Business. That is tough to prepare for because 
they're more sophisticated than other insiders may be. The pool of talent capable of launching such attacks is expanding. The nature of cloud services also means that any user who has spent time developing technology on AWS can become familiar with how these systems work in practice, said Samir Malholtra, CEO of security firm Truefort. Now, just to go back a little bit here, this is so true, though. Um, you know, I talk about this every day in, um, in in my job with with my customers. Um, without getting into details, the number one thing and the number one threat when it comes to sensitive information is inside. It's from workstations, endpoints. That's where the damage is done internally, usually. And that is why that is so scary, especially like he was saying, on how much more sophisticated a situation like this was, considering um, that she was, you know, a part of AWS's cloud cloud team. So that's crazy. Um, anyways, so while AWS itself wasn't breached, cloud providers should, should do more to assist their users, suggested Mr. Maholtra. A former technology executive at J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs Group Incorporated, and Bank of America. They see everything in terms of activity, and they can be much faster to respond or to at least alert the customer that they're seeing something they haven't seen before. The increasing number of breaches involving cloud providers has highlighted the importance of who becomes liable in the event of serving this breached situation, Lee Rubin, counsel at law firm Filsbury Winthrop Shaw Pittman LLP, said at WSJ Pro Cybersecurity Conference in June. So accountability by cloud providers and customers in the event of a cyber incident should be nailed down during contract negotiations, he said, from a contracting perspective. Be very clear on the designated lines who's responsible and who's doing what. That's big. That is huge. And that is concerning um, just to think about in general uh, moving forward, especially now in 2022. So this is a great article. Um, I, I want to again thank the two writers who put this this information together, James Ran, uh, James Rundle and Catherine Stup. Uh, Stup excuse me. Uh, thank you both. And ladies and gentlemen, I hope I hope you enjoyed that little story there. Um, on Capital One's uh, data breach and the dangers of insider threats. Thanks for always tuning in. If you have questions, if you have anything you want me to talk about or bring up or cover, any stories, shoot them my way. Cameron Ivy at Spirion.com or Cameron Ivy at ProtonMail.com. Shoot me some stuff over. Love to hear from you guys. Thanks again for, for always sticking around. Thanks again if you're new. Check out some of our other episodes. This is season three. This is fun. We got a great, great lineup of interviews coming up in the next few episodes. So uh, stay tuned and thanks again for uh, for all your support. We'll see you next week. Cameron Ivy, stay fresh. I just wanted to thank all of you out there for tuning in each and every week. And to all of our amazing guests for coming on. I, I know that there are millions of other shows and it means the world to have you with us on this journey. We are so grateful that you choose to listen to us each and every week. If you like the show, tell a friend.
have them tell their friends and then make maybe make some new friends along the way uh, so we can continue to spread the word and keep learning together. Let's protect what matters most. And by the way, DJ, can you go ahead and drop that outro beat and keep it classy? We'll see y'all next week. 